is Passion for Your Passions, a podcast about what makes life worth living. I'm Krista. And I'm Julie. And today we're talking about movie fight scenes. Kuplow. Punch, punch, punch. Kick, kick, kick. So I'm like super tired today. It's because I did something to prepare for this episode. Okay. I took a kickboxing class yesterday. Oh, I thought you were going to say that you fought someone. <laughs> I fought a bag. <laughs> Which, I mean, people are just meat bags. So. Julie just went out and kicked someone's ass <laughs> on the street. Got into a, f- a fight just to have some context here. Went to the grocery store, stood in line, and when somebody slighted you, you threw down. Deck. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so how was kickboxing? My leg hurts. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? It wasn't bad. It was kind of funny because I got, it's the first time I took the class, but I am joining the gym, so it's okay because I liked it. But it was just the free class, and I thought it was supposed to be 30 minutes, and it was an hour, and I was like, kill me. <laughs> and then on top of that, um, they played music in the background, so essentially you have this wall, and it tells you what punches you're doing, and then they change up, and you're supposed to follow, like, the sequence, and she'll tell you when to add things and do whatever. And so we were doing that, and what would happen is I'd have, they'd pick a song that I could sync to, and I'd be, like, perfectly in sync, going really fast, and then they'd change the song, and I'd be like, it'd be like I'd malfunction, like, a computer, like, derp, like, I'd have to, like, reset and try to think about what I'm doing, because I'd just get into the mode, and they'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> what am I supposed to do or she'd come around and like look at your form and I'd stall just like a computer program like, eh. <laughs> like I, just, I would just keep doing that or what you're supposed to do is you switch sides so like after you do the sequence on one side you just go to the other side and start the sequence all over again but opposite dominant and so what happens by the time I get to like the last part of the sequence I'd totally dip out and be like oh god did I do the other thing I'm on the wrong side I don't know what I'm doing anymore <laughs> just like just restart. <laughs> just restart the sequence again. <laughs> so, and then it was one of those ones that's like cardio based too. So in between sets, you would do push ups or burpees or. So that sucked <laughs> a lot. That was the yeah. part that really killed me. Everything else, like you can punch as hard as you want or not, or go as slow as you want. So you don't have to necessarily like work yourself too hard. But when you're doing those things in the middle, she's like, okay, now push up, now burpee, now this. And it's like, God damn it. Because I watch her. <laughs> And I have to keep up with her because I'm broken inside. And so like, even though I physically can't handle it, I'm keeping up with the instructor perfectly. Yeah. And they always make it look really easy, too. Yeah. She's, you know, super fit and fun and flirty. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm yeah. a piece of shit. Leave me alone. You know, I do actually, I have kind of a funny story about rock wall climbing because um, my husband and I, we've been rock wall climbing. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but... Anyway, so we were watching because apparently now they've added rock wall climbing into the Olympics, right? Oh, so it's sweet. like a professional cool. sport. So we were watching some kind of like playoff almost type of thing for this. And they had the girls, six women. And uh, so like the five of them just would struggle. And like, so... Basically, the part that I'm talking about is bouldering. And for bouldering, it's a problem. It's supposed to be hard to solve. Like, you're not really supposed to know how to do it, essentially. And it is supposed to be difficult to get up the wall. 
So, like, these first five girls, everyone, they would, like, struggle. Got to the sixth girl, and she just, every time, first time, up the wall. And it's like, boom. <laughs> you're the one who makes people feel bad about themselves. Right. <laughs> it just, yeah. You're the one who makes everyone's grade go down, because you didn't hit the curve. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, like I said, they are supposed to be really specifically hard. So, for most of them, they'd have about a 50% completion rate of like getting up them she had a 90 <laughs> she was Bam. really good crush it <laughs> but anyway yeah that's what it reminded me of well what was even funnier about this class which this is gonna make me sound like a total asshole but like i was the best looking like all the other people there were older and like much more overweight so i'm like i'm awesome like, <laughs> I'm just something like punch punch yeah <laughs> i look great <laughs> Because I was, like, self-conscious because I was worried I was going to go in there and be, like, the piece of shit of the class or something and just be like, I'm sorry I brought you guys down. But I was like, no, I'm up there. I'm awesome. <laughs> Feeling good. Feeling good. But I did feel like a douche whenever I did an uppercut. Because, like, I always swung into it really dramatically like some movie star. And I'm like, I need to stop doing that. But the music, I was like, well, bam. Like, I would just do it with the music. <laughs> like, no, uppercut like you're supposed to. Don't be all, like, flair about it. <laughs> I don't know. From somebody who has done plenty of workout classes, there's, there's, you see some shit. <laughs> you just see shit. I think the people who are trainers must have the patience of a god. Because, like, there's some things that you see in workout classes. It's just like, I'm just going to ignore that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to look at that. <laughs> one of the women in my classes just made me feel great. Because I would, like, kind of feel it. Like, we'd be doing with the push-ups or something. But, like, man, this kind of hurt. And I would just look over and she'd just be, like, laying down. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm doing okay. <laughs> At least I'm doing it. Every, everyone's struggling. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's suffering right now. But I got new gloves and they stank. I was like, these are brand new and they smell like trash. Like, Because <laughs> you'd have to take them off to do the cardio in between. Yeah. So I'd keep like smelling the, the sweat well, stink of plastic. Well, since we're talking about your current fighting habits... To start off talking about movie fight scenes, I had kind of like an interesting question because I was trying to figure out how to structure this episode, what would be interesting to talk about. One thing is I was trying to think of what would have been like my earliest interactions with a movie fight scene. And really, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like I'm drawing a blank. I, I think the only thing that comes to mind is maybe Star Wars. Because I think before that, I'm not sure I would have watched something along the lines of an action movie. Maybe James Bond. Maybe. But I feel like Star Wars was probably my first. What do you think? What, do you, what can you think of as, like, your earliest, I guess, like, interaction with the action genre? I don't... It's... What popped in my head is not right. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that old show, Cops? I just remember the, like, fights in those where they'd be taking someone. I think that's my earliest memory. <laughs> it was a cop shot. <laughs> I, I, mean... just, I distinctly remember, you know, like, they pull people off fences and stuff, and, like, the people fight, and they're just, like, beating the shit out of each other, or they're running through apartments grabbing people. That's just what popped up in my brain, like, cops. <laughs> well, so, to talk about something funny, I guess, from my thing from the Star Wars thing. I don't know why. When I was younger, I had a very unreasonable fear of Jabba the Hutt. I mean, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I think it's just because he was gross. Yeah. And there was something about that when I was a kid that I just, like, could not handle. 
Like, I think I would literally have nightmares about him. Like, it was to that level, which I is odd. I didn't watch the original trilogy until I was a full-fledged adult, so... so and I, I've never finished it. Episode 4 is the most boring fucking thing. <laughs> I can't get through it. I've tried. I oh, A it. New Hope? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it is kind of boring. <laughs> yeah. I watched the prequels first when I was a kid. So, so, so that's did you mine. ever watch, like, Empire Strikes Back then? Or did you just watch A New Hope and be like, nah? I pieces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But no, as soon as I was like, I want to watch it from start to finish. God, I can't. <laughs> like, it's just... Can't do it. I'm sorry. I know this takes me <laughs> some nerd creds away from me, but I just can't physically do it. Um, well, do you have an actual action movie that you remember thinking of, like, when you were a kid? Is how you first saw fight scenes? All of my violence are from shows. Like, Xena is probably my earliest, like, fights that I remember. And then movie-wise, I know this probably wasn't the first, but it's the most prominent. So it's like Fifth Element. They have, yeah. like, guns and stuff. I mean, that counts. I mean, I think, I the, think first... the other one for me, too, is Avatar The Last Airbender, which I know isn't a movie. But yeah, I remember, like, being around my cousin when I was a kid and we would you know, play fight and stuff. I think the first one to make an actual impression on me would be Matrix. Yeah, that's definitely one for me, too. That one made me go, I like this. I want to watch martial arts movies and, like, go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> so that's really the the child of my fight scenes, I guess. But I consider it more of a martial arts. Eh. It's kind of like how Avatar is an anime. It's like... Technically, let's say it is, even though you're going to fight me with logistics, like, it basically is. Like, <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, so this is, like, a topic I want to get into before we talk about specific fight scenes, is it is interesting from when you're a kid, because as a kid, I think fight scenes probably don't really register too much to you as a kid. I mean, other than just, like, oh, cool, I can, like, fight. That's fun. Because, you know, kids are rowdy. <laughs> That's what they be. <laughs> yeah, you just want to fight. Like, when I was a kid, my cousin and I, we would take sticks and hit each other with it. My grandma didn't like it. <laughs> but, oh. but, you know. We did it we anyway. children. <laughs> but I think that this was something that I wanted to say about Jackie Chan that I find particularly interesting. Is that when you watch, like, Jackie Chan's fight scenes, they are typically engaging. And, like, you get into them and you think, like... And and then I think like that's a thing that's like kind of strange to talk about because there's probably times and I think you and I can remember this about people in real life getting into a fight. It's really not that interesting. No. <laughs> it's it can be, but typically it's just disappointing. And I don't know if that's just cuz we're so used to seeing them on movies with all the flair. But yeah, like in person, I mean, you can watch competitions and stuff and it's like, "Oh, damn." But when you see a real fight, it's usually like just the element of surprise makes that person the winner, <laughs> more more or less. I mean, there's some other, I mean, if it's a shrimp versus a tuna, like, you know, but no, most of the fights we saw, like, at least I always think of high school, because in today's world, people don't keep fighting. Like, as an adult, it's always kind of, like, quick, or someone stops it, so on and so forth, or it's a competition, and it's completely different, but, like, as high schoolers and whatnot, when we saw fights, it was a lot of just like falling down and hair pulling and stuff. Yeah, I got which into quite is a few. Not interesting. No, it's not. It's just weird. Like you're just like, 
why are we doing this? And it looks weird, too. Like, it's just, like, I feel like a lot of times it's one person kicking another person's ass. Pretty much. it's, like, it's not interesting to watch. I got into a couple, and, like, they were quick. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, I didn't want to be in it, but someone felt the need to, I don't know, and I would just take them out real quick. I'd just be like, and you're dropped. Like, what? What do you think was going to happen when you came at me? Like, my bus driver saw <laughs> I, like, skipped class early because I, like, just wanted to go sit in the bus because I hated the class I was in. I was banned. Yeah, so, like, everybody took forever to put their instruments away. And I just put mine away quickly and just, like, darted out to get to the bus. And some girl, I guess, knew I did that or whatever and had a vendetta against me. And she came at me, like, from the side to come threaten me. She was just, like... I knew you'd be out here. I'm here to, like, be... I don't remember what she said, but essentially she's like, yeah, I knew you are going to be out here. And I just drop-kicked her. Like, I just kicked her right in the chest, knocked her off the curb, and got on the bus. <laughs> My bus driver, I, like, walked up. I'm like, are you going to send me back inside <laughs> like that? And she went, no, she came at you. She's like, you're a good kid. Go sit down. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> she's like, as far as I know, she's fell. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, I was a good kid, but, like, just... I was also a smart asshole, so was, people wanted to people fight wanted to fight me, and so yeah, she's just like, "Now you're good." <laughs> yeah, and because I guess part of the reason too that I bring this up because I, you know, I've been watching like a few fight scenes and like trying to think about ones that I really liked, and it is weird because, for for example, with Marvel. I was trying to look at Marvel movies and decide if I liked the fight scenes because I think I do like them. But it's not because of the fighting most of the time. Like, I I can't really think of an example in a Marvel movie where I was impressed by the fighting. I've got a couple. Okay. Pretty much any time Winter Soldier is involved. His, the sequences for his fights are really good. So, like, um, the best one that I can think of is in Civil War, when him and Cap are fighting Iron Man. That one is great. But the part about that makes the Marvel ones good is, one, the weapon elements. So, like, the shield... Thor's hammer, like all the extra pieces combined with the expression of the characters. So then anytime Tony Stark's in it, his expressions are really great when he doesn't have his mask on. So the other part is also in Civil War where like Bucky breaks out and he goes to fight him with just his glove. And you see that Bucky was going to shoot him right in the face and he stopped it. And you see like how Tony perceives that moment. Yeah. And so that's what makes those good. So they're not good in the traditional sense of, like, the action sequencing. They're good in all these, like, smaller detail elements that play into it. Yeah, because I think that that's the thing with Marvel is I think it is more character development. And that's fine. Like, I'm not I'm not harping against that. It's just, like, I can't think of any... Because, like, for example, when you think about, like, the airport scene, right? I don't think, like, there's any moment in that where... It was, like, the fighting that impressed no, me. It really it, wasn't. It was all emotion and, like, yeah. it felt very green screen, even though I know it wasn't. That's just how it felt because we're like, look at all these characters fighting. It's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, that's been the thing with Marvel is, like, I mean, maybe it'll come to me after this and I'll be very angry and we'll have to do a follow-up. But I can't off the top of my head, or even when I was thinking about this earlier, I can't think of any specific scenes where I was like, yeah, the fighting really cool in that okay wait i had one that just came to my head i was impressed by in shan chi the bus scene that one they did do some cool things he had he was doing like some cool fighting stuff and like flips and 
Well, that sort of stuff. Him and Black Widow are really the only characters that are fighting characters. All the rest are supers. Yeah, but I mean, like, sword play and stuff is a thing. And I mean, on here, you know, I have a couple that are, like, sword play and gun play. Like, it's not... Fighting, to me, doesn't just have to be fists. It's just, I can't think of any in the Marvel movies where it's, like, more than just, like, I have a sword. Bam, bam, bam. That's it. Look at my ass. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, I don't know, like, I feel like the closest thing, besides maybe the Shang-Chi one, is... Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy has, like, a couple moments. But then it's not It's not even really... I wouldn't... They're, they're not, not interesting. <laughs> as soon as it's about to get interesting, they, like, break it up or, like, do an extreme. Yeah. I agree. I have, like I said, pretty much anything with Winter Soldier, I think, is pretty good. Because he's not super, per se, and um, typically involves, like, the shield. And I think movements with the shield are very interesting and great. And, um... I was almost going to talk about that scene, but I have, like, two other comic book scenes, so I was like, no, it's not my favorite. (laughs) We'll continue, but this is the reason why I wanted to bring up Jackie Chan, is because I think that a lot of people think that fight scenes and that sort of thing are just inherently interesting, and it's not. Like, if you think about stuff that you've seen in real life, or even if you think about MMA, to be honest, like, every once in a while I'll watch stuff like MMA, and it's really, it's not thrilling you know like in a way it's like okay cool is this guy gonna break this guy's nose like it's cool to like see two people compete on a level where they're similar is it entertaining i don't know if i find it like because the thing about a good fight scene and i think jackie chan and you know there's others we'll get into who are good at this is there should be layers there should be drama there should be like it's almost like you can tell a story with the fight scene. That's what tends to make it good. And and also, too, like, you should feel it to a certain extent. Like, you should feel the struggle. Like, it shouldn't just be super easy, I guess, unless that's the point. Because I guess with some fight scenes, (laughs) you're just, like, beating the crap out of the other person. And you're like, whoa, that person's way too powerful. You know, they did this a lot in Game of Thrones, for example. But for the most part... You should be able to feel the struggle, and it should just, like, convey an emotion to you right. at times. That's um, what I think makes a good fight scene. Well, in that case, i definitely vote for that Bucky v. Cap and Iron Man, that whole thing. But speaking of, this whole point of this fight is to show how OP someone is. One of my ultimate favorite, like, I watch it monthly, that's how much I like this, is in the Justice League, the newer one, when Superman just decimates the entire justice league i love watching that so much because like they one of the pro i don't like superman let me head this off i've never liked superman but i love henry cavill and i think he's a very good fit so like i kind of got into superman for a minute and they've never really shown how overpowered superman is until this moment and it was so wonderful my favorite part is just like when the flash comes out and he does the wraparound, it's in slow-mo, and you just see Superman turn and look at him, and Flash is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just that moment where he's like, shit. <laughs> it's just perfect. It's, like, so beautiful. He just crushes them. Do you like Injustice? The game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious, like, if you liked him as a villain. I like the story, yeah. Okay. It's a, as a game, it's still just a fighter and gets right. kind of boring, but... No, I like that story. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious if you liked him better as a villain. Because I 
I could kind of get that. I mean, Superman is kind of OP. He's hard to do without him just feeling like he's OP. Right. <laughs> like he's an OP goody two-shoe type. But Controlled by my emotions. Yeah. But yeah, I just, that scene, chef's kiss, watched a lot. <laughs> I did that particular moment. Like, with the Flash, is pretty... <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> it is pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, so, I don't think that I actually have any... I don't have any, like, particular comic book ones. Except for I do have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I kind of wanted to mention this one particularly. It's So, I'm talking about the final battle where he's fighting Kingpin. I just really liked how that one looked. I liked a lot of the things that they did with it and all of the colors and this and that. Um, I also did enjoy some of the parts just where he is fighting Kingpin and like you can feel the emotion of it where it's very, he's very powerful and you know, Miles is not as powerful or um, even the part where he's like about to just basically like kill Miles and then you see the shadows of, like, Vanessa and I forget what his son's name is, but, like, his son. And, like, keeps flashing and them, like, being horrified and disgusted and, like, I mean, that movie is great. But right. I think, like, particular there were a lot of fight scenes, I think, in that movie that were just nice to look at, to mm-hmm. be honest. They did a good job with it. Yeah, that, I can agree with that. That whole movie was very smooth and, like, beautiful and how it worked and... Spider-Man is such an interesting hero to put into fight scenes. Like, his fights are always pretty interesting, no matter what is really going on. So to have it in that animated style is even better and smoother. I only have one more comic book one, but it's, like, the greatest moment of my life. Well, do we want to talk about the comic book one, or do we want to talk about one of the ones that we both like a lot? I just need five seconds. Well, you can come back to the comic book one. I just wasn't sure if we wanted to talk about the Kingsman church scene. Because we both had this on our list. We're both like, number one. I watched this one monthly, too. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So so good. Okay. This is, like, one of the better movie fight scenes. I think probably just in general. If For people who haven't seen this. And I would recommend it for people who haven't seen this. The movie, to me, is a little questionable. Because I like the movie, but there's parts of the movie that I don't like as much. It's not a perfect movie to me. But this scene particularly is fucking great. <laughs> it's so good. I I love this trend that's going on that instead of playing like movie fight scene sounds, they're just like, let's pick like a really perfect random song and just sequence it to that. And I'm like, fuck, I am here for that because it's how I run my life. Like, and I yeah. love that they picked a song to just be like, oh, he's decimating people, but just listen to the music. <laughs> watch him melt people's faces off and like just go ham and i love the intro too i watched it on youtube before this and just the intro where they explicitly have him say that line about (laughs) he's like i'm gonna go back to my black husband and like all this stuff and trying to upset someone of the church and that's just great and so for anybody who doesn't know this scene essentially the setup is you have a guy he's kind of like a james bond type right He's supposed to be super powerful, super OP, like he knows how to fight, all this kind of stuff. He goes into this church, and I kind of forget why exactly he goes into the church, but once he does, there's this super villain, and he sets off this thing where essentially it makes everybody go haywire, and it makes everybody real aggressive and want to fight. 
So everybody in the church, including him, starts to just like want to fight really bad and they all start fighting each other. But because this guy is like, he's super good at fighting. That's what he does. He just like decimates all of them. Yes. And it's very, uh, I don't want to say grotesque, but like. It, it's intense. He, yeah, it's intense. He gets in there and, like, he'll, like, stab people in the face or, like, shoot them in the face. Well, it like, progresses because it's, like, at first he has a gun, so they're quick. Like, he's just shooting people, but then he runs out of ammo. And then someone comes running at him with, like, an axe, and then he grabs the axe. He's hitting people with axes. Someone takes the axe or busts into someone's face. He has a lighter on his shoe. Like, he hits him with a light. Like, it just, his weapons are constantly changing and evolving because of the time sequence of it. And the music just plays into that, too. It's just, like, the straining sound of it. And, yeah, he just, like, over time, towards the end, he's getting with the people that, you know, survived the other attacks, and he has to, like, fight harder. He gets hit a couple times. Like, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, and not to mention, it's Colin Firth, which I love Colin Firth. Uh, you know, I feel like he's just one of those people. He's you good at everything. <laughs> you either love him or I guess you don't know who he is. <laughs> exactly. Like, he's, he's good at everything. I've never seen him in anything that I was like, eh. It's always like, nope. Nailed it. Just like Meryl Streep, you're on it. <laughs> He's Colin Firth. He's Colin Firth. But I think it is, I mean, it's kind of a weird one because it's kind of hard to tell, but they do it sort of in a one-shot style, too. Like, it's supposed to be a continuous kind of flow. I guess there are breaks because there are breaks where it's, like, the other characters basically being super horrified. Just watching and, like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so, you know, basically after all this happens, like, the thing stops and he's kind of horrified and like realizes what he what he did and how terrible the situation was but it's just honestly it's one of the best fight scenes i've ever seen it is just mm -hmm. so watchable and yeah. uh i don't want to say it's like jaw dropping cuz i don't feel like it's like quite to that level but it is just one where it's like you just can't stop watching it once it happens well one of the things is usually one these kinds of fights don't last that long like when they're this gruesome or dark it's like a survival situation between one or two people it's not like an entire church of people that you're murdering in this way and usually with some of the skill they're fighting people of like more on par or it's just really quick so I think that part of it is just the length and how long you're watching and how captivating it is the entire time versus just being like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> you're and, fighting. And well, not to mention, like, he is a good fighter mm -hmm. because I think it would be different if it was somebody who wasn't a like good someone fighter. just struggling to survive. Yeah. Like if it was one of the passerbys. Yeah, because I think in that scenario, like if you were following that person, it would just feel intense. Probably It'd intense make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Damn, Whereas dude. with this, like, you're just sitting there like, oh my god, like, he is, like, doing all these flips and tricks, and he just keeps getting weapons, and, like, it's just, just crushing it. Yeah, absolutely crushing it. Yeah. So, if you can't tell, this scene is awesome. Go watch it. Just watch this scene, and you'll be convinced. Like, the yeah. movies, I like the movie, because I don't like James Bond, and so I feel like this is a better version of what James Bond is to me. So I like this movie a lot, and I usually recommend people watch it. But if you're just like, nah, I just want to watch the fight scene, just watch it on repeat. It's cool. It's great. Go do it. <laughs> I can put it up on Facebook. I have a list. You have this list. I do have a list. Some of the other ones that I have on here. And because, you know, I don't necessarily just want to talk about, like, fist fights and things. So one that we could talk about is Helm's Deep, Lord of the Rings. That is a fight scene. Big battle. <laughs> yeah, big battle. Which I count a battle as being a fight scene. You are fighting. 
I kind of went back and forth because I was watching like other people doing their top down. And they were like, we're excluding giant epic wars. So sorry for the Infinity War Marvel and sorry Lord of the Rings. Like they were doing all these lists. And then I mentally kind of did that and just picked like one-on-one type scenes or like small. But I mean, Helm's Deep is amazing moment. Like it's just, yeah. And I, it's the, it's the moment. I think that there's a lot of reasons too why this fight scene is very good. Cause I mean, you, you'll hear this a lot. Like, a lot of people will talk about how in Lord of the Rings or, you know, if you talk about movies, I guess, from that time period, that this is a scene that really stands out. It's a good fight scene. And I think part of the reason is, is because it's very big. It feels very big and epic and all of this stuff. But also, you know what's happening and you're not really lost. Like, it's... It's hard to explain, but there's definitely some movies where when you're watching these big giant fight scenes and you're just like, what is happening? Harry Potter's a good one. When they yeah. did the final battle, you only really know what Harry's doing. Everything else in the background, like, they don't make it really clear what Neville's doing, even though he blows up the bridge and, like, does all this stuff. So, like, the final battle in Harry Potter, you're just like, well, I know what Harry's doing. I'm not really sure what all the other shit's going on. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like in Helm's Deep, too, people have their moments. They have their moments. There is this give and take and back and forth. You know, sometimes the orcs are winning. Sometimes the humans are winning. Sometimes the elves are there and winning, losing. And being elegant. <laughs> and, and being beautiful and, like, showing up, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, sometimes there's horses. <laughs> There's, it all sounds like a lot, but it makes sense. When you're there, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and it was actually kind of interesting because, you know, I mean, we watch Lord of the Rings a lot because, you know, that's how we are. So we but I was talking with my husband, and so when he was talking about Lord of the Rings, he was talking about Return of the King being kind of one of his favorites, and I was like, you sure? What? What? I was two like, towers. what about Two Towers? And he was like, oh, you know, I haven't really watched it since I was a kid. And I was like, you might want to, uh, like, re-watch it. Let's correct this right now. <laughs> and and he did re-watch it. And he was like, okay, yeah. yeah <laughs> two, tower, two Towers is good. Two and, Towers, where is that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I still really like Fellowship, but that's that's mainly because I'm a build-up person. And there's a lot of scenes in Fellowship that just really do it for me. But when it comes to fight scenes, Helm's Deep is where it's at. Honestly, I don't even think any of the other fight scenes stand out in Lord of the Rings. It's just Helm's Deep. Well, I have this theory that when a movie series is a trilogy, the best fight scene is always in the second movie. Because it keeps happening. It's not that the second movie is the best movie, but it's always like the first movie is a little bit of everything and very polished and you can kind of sit it by itself and it's really good. Second movie is a lot of like backstory and all this like motions and character building and then the best fight scene and the third movie's like all of the fights all of the conclusions and ties and stuff because like the matrix is the same thing my favorite fight scene in all the matrix is the brawl where like he's fighting all of the clone uh agent smiths for the first time oh okay that's my favorite that and the highway but yeah that was the (laughs) one i was gonna bring up the thing with the twins or whatever That music, everything, the two semis, all of that's. I love the Morpheus fighting the agent on top of the semi, too. So, like, second movie has the best fight scenes. And normally, the third movie is a bit confusing. Yeah, third movie is always a bit much. <laughs> it's a bit confusing. Because <laughs> yeah. that's definitely the third Matrix. It's a little, like, okay, I mean, like, I, I understand, I guess, but, like, 
but why? <laughs> but with... <laughs> this was too much. <laughs> you did too many things. <laughs> I told this, I mentioned this to someone the other day, and I went, I'm going to tell that my story time, because <laughs> I completely forgot about it. So, speaking of movies and their impressions on us, I have an imagery problem where, like, movies that aren't supposed to scare you just out of nowhere will just fucking disturb me. Like, they'll just be a moment that I see, and then it haunts me for the rest of my life. And one of those movies, um, it doesn't anymore. I got over it, but the, it was bad for a minute, was The Scarab Beetles and The Mummy. Yes. Specifically the first one. When the mo second movie came out, they changed them, and then I felt better. I don't know why. <laughs> no, I had this problem, too. I was taken to see The Mummy when I was a kid. And, like, I was pretty young, because I saw it, like, when it came out. Mm -hmm. And I, I was terrified. I was terrified of those things. Like <laughs> Absolutely. And so I'm, like, eight or nine. I'm pretty young. And I'm with my brothers and my dad, and we're in the middle of this woods in Georgia at night stealing fat lighter. It's a lot to unpack there. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're, like, we're in the middle of a woods. We're, like, trespassing and all this other shit. And my dad has this big construction truck, the one with, like, all the toolboxes and shit on it. And, yeah, we're, like, in the middle of the woods to do this. And my brothers always fucked with me, okay? They always did. And so starting at a young age, I just stopped believing them. And so they're like, hey, Julie, you know those beetles from the mummy? And I said, yeah, like, really aggressively. And they're like... You know, they live in this jungle. And I literally said the words, everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie. And like, so I just, like, disregarded them completely. Like, no, you're dumb. And then my dad overheard the conversation was just like, no, Julie, they're real. And I believed every word my dad said. So then my eyes just went wide, like, what? <laughs> and my brother's like, yeah, they're in these woods. And my dad's like, yeah, they're trying to t protect you. You better believe them. And they're like, yeah. Uh, did you put on the right kind of boots so they don't come after you? I went, I don't have any boots. Like, <laughs> freaking out. And then... They like, well, we need to go get fire lighter, try not to get eaten. And I was keeping watch to make sure that nobody caught us trespassing. And so, like, I climbed on top of the truck. I was just like, no. <laughs> I climbed all the way to the top of this thing. And it was fucking freezing because I'm just up there, like, pouting about beetles. And then my brothers came over. They're just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not getting eaten. Like, that's like, they'll get you first. I'll make sure they find you. Like, I was just, like, really upset. And they were trying to get me down. I was like, no. Like, I was just like kicking at them and shit like no <laughs> they were like we're gonna get in trouble like you're not supposed to be up there and then my dad finally came and he was just kind of like well we'll be able to find her now like she's just up there <laughs> he didn't care he's like she's fine and just like went about his business <laughs> he's like good idea you'll be able to spot people easier up there and i'm like yeah <laughs> borderline crying while holding a flashlight <laughs> worried about it and we had to we had to leave and i was just like no like i didn't want to get down and my dad just like Put his arms up and made me jump so I didn't have to touch the ground. He put me in the truck. <laughs> Spring is sore. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's basically like what I was saying before with Jabba the Hutt. There are just things. Just you see things. it and it's in your brain. The scarring. I was terrified of Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Apparently everyone of our generation has this one too. Because this one still bothers me. And that stupid alien from Signs that they show on the birthday party tape. So I haven't really seen. I didn't really see Signs. So this isn't. <laughs> This isn't, like, a me thing, but I have heard this before. <laughs> yeah. I just, I told one of my friends that. She's like, oh, my God, I know. I'm like, yes. It yeah. haunts us to this day. Because I think my husband's mentioned that, too. It's I don't know so why. Freaky. I don't know why. It's disturbing. 
<laughs> it was like every time I went to the bathroom and the lights were out, I just I just see it in the corner of my bed. <laughs> just freak out. It's like, no, you're stupid. Stop visioning that. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't happen. And it didn't even happen near a bathroom. Why do you do it here? Job of the Hut isn't real. <laughs> it's not real. He can't hurt you. <laughs> just let it go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So back to movie fight scenes and not fighting beetles and Job of the Hut. <laughs> okay. So. One of the other ones that I wanted to mention in a different vein is John Wick. There, I think the, there's a couple that I probably could mention, but I think the one that tends to be the most popular is the nightclub scene. I think particularly Keanu Reeves, and if you've ever looked into the background of John Wick, he did do a lot, a of, lot his of own work, his own yeah. stunts. He like learned how to do gunplay, all of this kind of stuff. So it does have a very realistic vibe to it. And especially for whatever reason in the nightclub scene, it's just particularly good. It feels like very frantic, but then at the same time, he is just like kind of decimating and killing And he's people. calm and just, you know, going about it. Yeah. I like the opening scene more in his house, but, but I also, I don't like fight scenes with a lot of like the Technicolor, like the club colors that kept playing upon. I do like that he just falls like onto the floor like, ah. <laughs> Well, I also did, like, uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember who it is, but, like, Theon, the Theon guy, and he's just running through the scene, like, naked, basically. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like that the boss, he's just like, oh, hey, John, he's like, are you working tonight? Yeah, you should go home. Yeah, I will. <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And John Wick, especially the first one, I would say the second one was all right, too, it's very good because it's kind of this thing where it's this guy, he is a scary hitman or ex-hitman, whatever you want to say, Boogeyman. but like, he's just very good. It's kind of like the Kingsman thing where it's like, he's really good at killing people. And so everybody is just terrified of him all the time. So even in, you know, like this nightclub scene and stuff, like people will go and fight him, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're probably gonna die. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> just, just call it. <laughs> like he's probably gonna kill you. He's just gonna kill you. Just why it bother? is, and it is for sure a very interesting vibe of this movie. <laughs> right. For just like Keanu Reeves to be places and people are like, yeah, he's gonna kill you. <laughs> just go. <laughs> like he will murder you. Can I leave? Like they're just like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I don't want to die. Can I go? And he's just like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't really want to kill you. I'm not trying to kill people. You made me do this. <laughs> if you are in my way, though. Yeah, but if you pose a threat or in my way. Absolutely dead. I'll just decimate you. Well, I have a Hail Mary one. <laughs> a Hail Mary? A Hail Mary fight scene that I don't think anyone else feels the same way I do, but I don't care. One of my favorite movies is Minority Report. And I particularly love the fight scene in the car factory. One, because it's just so dramatic. Like, it just really kind of makes me chuckle. And it kind of, it shows how John Anderton, the main character, is just OP as well. His is more realistic, so his isn't, like, superhuman like these other people. But they'll show, like, a regular cadet. So he's basically a cop on the run, um, is the best way to put it without telling you a ton of backstory. He's a cop on the run, and Colin Farrell is a detective that's after him. And he has the other cops that worked with John with him. And so they show one of the other cops, like, using this futuristic gun, which it's, like, a gravity pulse rifle type thing. And they're very awkward, like, and it takes this, like, twist movement to reload it. 
And John Arrington overpowers them and takes that gun. And then he's just, like, super smooth and whipping the shit out of it. And just, like, pop, pop, pop. Like, just, like, I'm clearly better at this. <laughs> and I don't know how else to show you that. But then the detective, he doesn't work the same way as John does. And so what ends up happening is you have these combination of, like, feature tools and weapon fight scenes. And then just good old-fashioned Irishmen punching the shit out of each other. And so they do this very dramatic moment where they're on a platform and, like, Colin Firth, like, kisses a cross on his hand and everything and just starts wailing on John Anderton. And then the best part about this whole scene that just always makes me laugh is, like, they're in a car building factory and it's futuristic, so the whole car gets built there. And at one point, like, they fall into one of the cars being built and Colin Firth is like, oh, shit, like, backs out. While John Anderton's, like, awkwardly trying not to get destroyed by the machines pressing it all in. And then they just show the car, like, coming through and getting painted and having this really sleek moment. And then John Anderton just pulls up in the chair and drives off. <laughs> I'm like, I love it. Perfect ending. <laughs> just I it. mean, doing that kind of stuff is nice, for sure, in fight scenes. It's not... I had one on here, but you said that we can't talk about it because it's martial arts. Which is fine. But it is definitely nice when you watch a fight scene and people are playing to a strength or a weakness or whatever, it definitely adds a lot more tension. Right. I don't have a great example, though, from my list. <laughs> and it is weird, too, because I feel like a lot of movies have kind of gotten more into, or not movies, a lot of TV shows have gotten more into doing fight scenes and stuff, and there are a, oh, I have, a yeah. lot that I have are a lot good too. and better. And, like, they build it in a way that's a bit nicer because it is kind of unfortunate that I feel like in movies anymore, they've kind of moved away from some of the better fight scenes. It does feel a lot of times like when you're watching movie fight scenes, it's just very, it just happens. Yeah. And then it's kind of over. It's more to resolve a problem than it is to show a moment. Mm-hmm. So that's how the Marvel does it for the most point. They're like, this is to progress the plot or show this moment or do this thing. And it's like, really, fight scenes were about that moment. They were intentional. They were supposed to be there. They're supposed to be why you're watching. They're not just supposed to be a way to forward the plot necessarily. And so, yeah, I feel like movies are really backing out of that. And they're just like, look at this cool moment. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. like, Yeah, so. which I mean, I get it. It's not... Good movies don't have to have good fight scenes. It's not, like, a requirement. <laughs> I just imagine a movie, like, Precious or some horrible drama, you're like, and then a fight scene occurs yeah. in, like, Western or West Side Story style, and I'm like, this wasn't needed. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Like, now it's a top-notch movie. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That made it so much yeah, better. Yeah, Pride go. and Prejudice and Zombies. But anyway, the point is, it's not necessary, but... I, it's just something that I like. I do, I think it's a visual statement and you can say a lot with a good fight scene and you can really make a person invested in characters if you do it right. Like I said, Jackie Chan, I feel like is very good for this. You watch his fight scenes and there's all these like little moments. There's like these little battles that he'll win or he'll lose or it'll be funny or it'll be more serious or whatever and it keeps you watching till the end. It's very engaging. Also sometimes he'll just jump up crazy shit and you're like what? Huh? <laughs> also always... his bloopers are great too so. Yeah. It's always crazy too because he like does all his own stunts. 
So you'll see him jump up something and you're like, how old are you? How did you do that? <laughs> what? How is that physically possible? <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> uh, next time we're going to talk about roses or we won't. Wow. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> Were you trying to make it sound like some fight sequence? Like, maybe next time we'll kill the guy. Like, just very shatner on the previous On the previous episode. <laughs> on the next episode. We're going to talk about roses. <laughs> the fight is over. The fight is over. The roses have come. <laughs> the war, your, the war of the roses. No more. <laughs> just roses. Just the roses I left on your graves. <laughs> <laughs> just like Seal. Yep, see, that's how we do it. <laughs> anyway, in the next episode, we're going to talk about roses. <laughs> if that wasn't clear. That is actually happening. That is actually a thing, it's not just a joke. <laughs>